Hey everybody, welcome back to the Cream Pie Boys podcast. We've been on a huge hiatus, very long hiatus. Uh, my sister, Kat, and her boyfriend, Ahmed, who were my uh, co-hosts, um, are looking for a house and were busy with things, so they didn't have time to do the podcast, so I've been looking for a co-host, and I found him, my man, Black Rich. Good evening, good morning, good night. This man's voice is going to soothe you. Ladies are going to get a little wet. I hope so. Always. Guys, if you roll that way, maybe you'll maybe, you know, get a chub. I'm, I'm, I'd be flattered, but no thank you. <laughs> this, is, this is strictly for the ladies. Right. Soothing voice, soothing black man voice. That's what the podcast needed. Smooth. <laughs> like Jiffy Peanut Butter. <laughs> Always. So today we're actually going to talk about uh, doing traveling. Yes. And the places that we've been to and seen. Rich has been to a whole lot more places than I have. <laughs> and I think he's you've traveled outside of the U.S., right? Yes, I have. I have not, but I've gone to a couple states. Uh, more recently, I went to uh, Florida. Everyone which, loves Florida. Florida is wild. During COVID times, probably <laughs> even more wild. To say the least. Right. Uh, went to, took bass to, to Disney World, did Disney, that was, uh, definitely something I didn't think that I was going to enjoy as much as okay. I did. So really expensive. So what were your preconceived notions going into it? Why'd you think you weren't going to enjoy it? Cause it's Disney. Me and Bass don't really watch a whole lot of Disney. He's more of like a cartoon network. Okay. Kind of, kind of kid. You're raising him right. Right. And so Disney's not really a whole lot that we watch. He likes a few movies like uh, Toy Story is probably the, the biggest one that he okay. watches. Um, but he got there, he flew in Tuesday, got there in the afternoon, uh, got dropped off at the uh, resort that we were staying at, which was like 10 minutes away. It was a Sheraton Vista. Fancy. I was gonna say that's when you put the vista on there. Yeah, that's, that's they had like notch. fucking seven pools and bars, bars everywhere. Of course, did you have a bellhop let somebody bring your bag? Like a little you oh. know, the movies. They got the guy that's always dressed up in a little red suit with a tiny hat on his head. Yeah, no, none of that. They had, they do have like a shuttle though. It's like so big. They do have a shuttle that comes and uh, picks you up. Okay. And like you can call the shuttle and it'll pick you up and it'll drop you off at wherever you want to be in the resort for free. Oh, how convenient. And they got like mini golf and they've got, uh, like I said, seven pools and it's like two restaurants. They have their own uh, little marketplace where you can go and buy like some groceries. Now, does that come free? With a Starbucks. With a, <laughs> they're catering to a very certain crowd right oh, now. Yeah. Okay. Now, does that come with um, the cost of buying the hotel, or do you have to pay extra to use the the marketplace and the restaurants and all? Well, that the stuff? marketplace, yeah, and the restaurant, yeah, it's like okay. a separate entity that's in the okay, gotcha in the hotel. But I mean, it was fun. We got there pretty. We got there, like I said, in the afternoon, around probably around like maybe later in the afternoon. It was like probably like three thirty or so. We got there and instantly. Once we got in, 
hit the bar. Uh, I hit the bar. We went to the pool. I got. I hit the bar. I had a couple drinks. And uh, it was getting later, so we left to go back home and, like, unpack. And I was like, oh, you want some ice cream? I'll get us some ice cream. So I go over to the marketplace to check it out. And let me tell you, fucking expensive. <laughs> I spent almost $10 on a fucking pint of fucking Ben & Jerry's. That's, what is it at Walmart? Four dollars. It's like four dollars right. and eighty five dollars. So it's ten dollars. Ten dollars for Ben and Jerry's. Insane. I was like, Yo, best. This is the fucking best Ben and Jerry's you're ever going to get. <laughs> Savor it. Right. Lick the spoon. All of that. And the drinks definitely pretty expensive. It was like the best that you could get for like a deal was like we got like fish bowls around here in Oswego for. Uh, I don't know. It was like maybe nine dollars, right. just about. But and that's a fucking a real fishbowl full of liquor. But they got uh, little buckets, so I'm thinking, fuck a bucket right. for thirteen. It was like fifteen dollars. I was like, shit. I'm thinking, thinking like a, a pail, whole, right? Like like yeah, like a real bucket. I right. Feel you. Nope. That shit was like like the shit you a take. little a little like like a sandcastle toy. Yep, like a little sandcastle bucket. That they put the, like the little shovels in like a little beach, a small beach bucket you give to a toddler. I was like, that is Yo. so disrespectful. But I drank two of those, and it definitely, definitely did its job. Okay, so all right, here's a question then: Would you prefer the fishbowl, actual fishbowl, with cheap ass liquor filled all the way up, or the smaller pail but with top notch liquor? Um, you said you had two of them and. Right, you were in your well, zone. I mean, yeah, it was, it was uh, like uh, Bacardi and a bunch of liqueurs, so it tasted good. But I mean, if you're, it all depends because if you know if you're ordering a fishbowl, you're probably already pretty drunk and you're trying to get to that next level. You're trying to true go above and beyond true. Or if you're getting a fishbowl, you're like that's your main goal is trying to get hammered. So do you? Get so I guess I was like I. I guess I wasn't trying to get hammered, but I was like, if I'm going to spend $15, I, it better... It, it better get me hammered. <laughs> it better get me hammered, and it better, like, better taste good. Okay. Which it you. did. Disney's got their thing, they're, like, in Disney World, so, like, uh, we, Wednesday, his cousins didn't come, their flight hadn't come in yet, their flight wasn't coming in until it got, like, uh, extended. So they didn't come in until around like three, like two maybe. So my aunt dropped us off at Blizzard Beach Water Park. And we're doing our thing there waiting for them to come. And they finally get there. And they're like, we need a drink. We need a drink. And I was like, sick. There's a fucking, they got a little bar right up behind where uh, they got the wave pool. So we go in, we get drinks. And fucking Bass is going wild. He's like trying to catch the lizards. Oh, those tiny little yep. lizards that's running around. Yep, okay. and he's all about it. And I guess my cousin's girlfriend, she's like, "Oh, if you, you yeah, if you can catch a lizard, you can keep it." Not thinking that he's gonna be able to catch one. This motherfucker sees one <laughs> and he fucking <laughs> swipes it up, picks it up, throws it in an empty cup. And I was like, "Bass, you're not keeping that." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, I can. I caught it, I caught it." And I was like, "Bud, you can't." They're like, you can't keep this thing. 
I was like, we're not going to be able to. The TSA ain't going to let you bring that onto right, the yeah, plane. Yeah, you're going to get strip searched. Right. <laughs> They're going to be like, what are you doing with this little lizard? You're going to get your dad a cabin. So search. he fucking whips it over the fucking. He takes the cup and like flings the cup and whips this lizard over the. Uh, like the balcony out towards fucking people like sitting on <laughs> sitting on their sunbed on the uh, sunbeds and shit and I was like what are you I was like Bass Bass is wild right he's just not giving a shit <laughs> but we get drinks at the bar and I'm like yo I'm usually just like a, a rum and Diet Coke man Captain Diet Coke is what I drink mm-hmm. I'm like ah we, we'll switch it up so I get a fucking I think I I get a margarita, two margaritas, $13. Frozen or? Frozen. Okay. And they come pre-made. Okay. So it's like 13 bucks for the first one. I give the guy a fucking $5 tip. I'm like, bam, throw it down. Right. I'm like, I know if I go back, he's going to he's gonna hook it up. Got you. That's, that's the mentality going that, into yep, this. Yep. Right. Always, you tip someone good, they're going to they're gonna notice that. More than someone that sells like a dollar, just right. not tipping them. Right. So we all get drinks and we're sitting down, relaxing for a minute because it had it had rained a little bit and then there was like a thunderstorm. And whenever there's like lightning that's near, they have to pull everyone away for a couple hours. Okay. So we're waiting to get be able to go back into the water, and my cousins are complaining that like their drinks aren't very strong, and I'm like, yo, this margarita's. It was, it was all right, but you definitely taste the tequila in it. And I have one. I go back to get another one. And he pours. She's like, at first my cousin's like, yeah, those. I had a frozen margarita, but it's just like, that's that's all. It's all pre-made. And I was like, really? And I go back to get another one. And he fucking, after he puts it in the cup, he grabs a bottle of tequila and pours it over the top. I'm like, my man is Whoa. hooking it up. I made the good decision, tipping him good. Yep, plan worked. Right. Mission accomplished. Delicious. And then throughout Disney, like the actual, like the theme parks, uh, their drinks, they make banging culottes. Oh, yeah? Banging. So good. Their culottes are so good. I can't, I can't remember what rums, it's like... Bacardi and a bunch of other weird stuff like vodkas and whatever else is in there. So you're a rum guy, right? Yeah, I was like, these are way too good, especially in that in that Florida heat. Right. I was not. I wasn't exp- like I knew it was hot because New York has been hot. Like the last couple of weeks has been like unbearable, blazing. And I was like, all right, this is probably what I got to look forward to in Florida. Florida, nope, whole different story. Mm. This was fucking hot. Super humid, and you're just drenched. Yeah, all the time. It's it's oppressive heat. Right. I'm yeah. like sweating all over. I'm like, God damn. You went in the summertime too. Like that's right. the worst time to go. Right. But there was no one at Disney. That's why. <laughs> right. So it was nice because you didn't have a huge huge wait lines. It was like, I think the longest lines we waited in were maybe 50 minutes, and oh, that's they awesome. weren't really even 50 minutes. But uh. So did you get the entire Disney experience? Marvel, yeah, no. Star Wars. The Marvel, they don't have Marvel there yet. No. I get. I think Marvel is in. Is that California? Oh. And you, yeah, Universal Studios still does Marvel. It's a weird thing. You would think that they would. 
right bring that over because they sell it's weird because they sell a bunch of spider-man stuff at disney and they sell all the marvel toys and shit like every every shop but they don't have any marvel attractions Hmm. pandora ride though sick pandora yeah remember that movie bud pandora no refresh my memory uh pandora i think it's pandora no, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, no. Uh, let me look this up real quick. The only Pandora I know is that music app. Pandora. I could be wrong. Let me check this up. No, I figured it out. We're back on. Okay. It is the world of uh, it is Pandora, the world of Avatar. The movie was oh, Avatar. Avatar that whole, yes. I think I can't no, that remember movie what was movie. Awesome. I can't remember. Was it 2009 that movie came out? Mm, I want to say before that. Maybe 2006. I feel like I was still in New York City when that came out. Let's let's check that one out too. Avatar. I want to say 2007. 2000 no 2009 wow 2009 2009 so we went on that and that was fucking sick like they had they built the whole like the whole it looked like the mountaintops of pandora which is the planet the planet yeah maybe they took it right off the set oh no it couldn't be a set because it was no yeah it wasn't yeah it wasn't a set it was it was crazy but you know when you got fucking trillion when you're a trillion dollar company you do whatever the fuck you want basically so they is this huge it was like a 50 we waited like 50 minutes and it literally the line brings you through like all this crazy shit and then like as you go through it they've got like it brings you into like a lab area and like you see videos are playing and uh it's got a fucking they got like a tank with the fucking avatar in the tank like floating around and it looks cool and shit like an animatronic i was like yo this is wild and the simulation is pretty cool. So it's like a, it looks like a motorcycle or like a bike, and you sit in it, and it like has a back rest that locks in. Okay. And you're hunched over, and then it like lifts up and it moves, and you're riding on like the back of the the big animals that they fly. Oh, the, those dragon the banshees. The okay. banshees. That was sick. That's Bass, lo- Bass loved it. Bass was about it. He he ended up going on it twice. And that was at Animal Kingdom. And then they got the Tree of Life in the center. Uh-huh. That shit is huge, too. And it's like the whole Tree of Life is like carved with like animals, like all different animals' faces and stuff in it. Wow. It's insane. Yeah, I got to take my little one down there. Yo, it's, she, it's she's really getting nice. to that age where she'll appreciate it. Right. Um, it's, it's definitely really nice. Um, the only one that wasn't, I mean, the only one that wasn't, the, I, I don't know. I guess it wasn't the, we didn't have the, the most amazing time maybe, would probably be the last, which was like uh, Magic Kingdom, but it also rained. Okay. So like. Put a little damper on things. Like there was lightning like in the area within like a mile. So like people know everyone was packed in and then you got to wear your mask because you're too close. Right. Damn COVID. Yep. And, uh, but we did a bunch of rides 
at uh, Magic Kingdom, but only two places at Magic Kingdom are allowed to sell alcohol. Only two restaurants, and they don't have anything good. Like, I don't drink beer. <laughs> it was like beer or wine. Or wine, yep. Or like sangria. That's disgusting. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm not. I'm good. But everywhere we went, my aunt and uncle were like, what do you want to drink? What do you want to get? And I was like, shit. And I was like, you guys are paying. I'll fucking drink a lot. Everything. Right. They had uh, Magic Kingdom, though. They had this one drink. Uh, it, was made, it was like Dole, Dole Whip. Dole Whip? So like uh, Dole, like the fruit, yep. fruit Dole. Like the but pineapple it's like whip, stuff. But it's like, ice, it's like a whipped ice cream almost. Oh, okay. With alcohol in it. Primo. Oh, wow. I made, it was amazing. It was like... It was like a, like a fruit smoothie, with alcohol. With alcohol, and I was like, "Damn, whipped, whipped." I was like, "This is too good." I was like, "What is going on?" I was like, "This it's is al- wild." It's always those dangerous drinks, right? Those that, that, like the cool out, like the fruitiest shit. I was like, "Yo, I'm drinking the fruitiest shit." My uncle's like, "Yeah, I'd like a, a bourbon, uh, clean," <laughs> and I'm like. Nah, give me that fruity ass shit. <laughs> Every drink I order comes with a little umbrella in it. Right, that's what I want. I want no to put shame. that fucking, put that fucking orange slice or the yep. grapes or give me strawberry, cherry, whatever. Cher- all the like oh. half of my drinks had fucking cherries on them. Garnish like, my drink. Right, I was like, this is vacation, baby. I'm trying to get fruity. Right, but it was definitely it was bass liked going on a lot of the rides. He went on a bunch of the roller coasters. He said his favorite was a. Uh, Space Mountain. Yep. That shit was wild. I was like, thought I was going to fucking, I don't know. I, I was afraid to put my arms out because I thought I would hit something and remember, lose a fucking limb. I remember Space Mountain when I was a kid. And, yeah, just like you said, you're scared to put your arms out because it's so dark. And right. You can't see and, Yeah, and you're big. And yeah. You got, but uh, Bass, is uh, he loved it. The scariest ride, though, had definitely... Splash Mountain, that old, uh, that from that old, old racist movie, Song of the South. Song of the South. Song of the South. Yes. And it's going to be, they, they're supposedly going to be changing it over to, uh, the Princess and the Toad or Princess, okay, and, Princess the Frog. and the Frog. Yeah. But they're not, that's probably not going to be happen for like, who knows how many years that's not going to end up taking place. Anytime soon, but that ride is definitely scary because they got the the rabbit running around, and he leaves the briar patch, and he's getting chased by the fox and the big ass bear, and like you go through this though, uh, so it's a log ride, yep, and it takes you through all these like animatronic scenes and stuff, and like the fox and the bear can't catch him in the beginning, and they're like getting stuck. In the briar patch and like all this stuff, and then they end up as you get closer to the end, they catch him. And there's as you're like getting closer to the end, there's a part you you come by and the fox finally catches the rabbit, and the rabbit's face, the animatronic, is so like he's literally terrified, and then the fox has like a mean huge grin on his face, and he's literally just talking like, "You're gonna die. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna eat you." That's it. Were you, were you on shrooms when you no, went through this? No, but this was... If I was on shrooms, I would have shit my pants. <laughs> and 
as you as it pulls you up closer to the end because it's a 50 foot drop you go to the next scene and it's um like him tied up still afraid like over fire and you can hear the the fox in there but you can hear his voice and he's like you're gonna taste so good and blah 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 and i'm like yo this has gotten really 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 dark for a kid's ride no disney likes to traumatize kids right i was like this is this is like mm, this is scary for fucking magic kingdom and they uh Right up at the end, they have two vultures right before you cl- make the climb to the top. They have two vultures that are hanging over you, and it's completely dark. And they've got, like, a dim light over them, and they're in, like, a Grim Reaper hood. Hmm. And they're literally telling you, like, oh, yeah, you thought this was all fun and games this whole ride, but now you're going to die. And I'm like, yikes. Like, you're really telling you're These are little-ass kids getting on this here. Is, this is, this is like, dark. Six years old. A younger, most of the time, like, kids are getting on this ride, and you're fucking scared, literally scaring them to death Petrified. before they do this ride. And then you do the 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 slide, and it, like, goes, it's, like, right where it sits. It's, like, you go through the briar patch. And, I like, I went to go try to raise my hands, but it was, like, I swear, I, cu- I couldn't raise my hands because I was afraid I was going to fucking smack oh, the thing. Oh, right there break my arms but you do it and it was like the ride was alright but definitely fucking as you get to the end of that ride it's like really dark and fucking scary I was like this is fucking really deep (laughs) did Bass even notice yeah he was like yeah he was Dave it was like had he was sitting with uh my cousin because I I sat alone he was sitting with my older cousin and he was like, you could, I looked back and like, you could tell, like, he wasn't, he was unsure. He was like, uh, I was you, like, Bass is fucking a little shit. Like, he's not really afraid of much. I was like, this ride's fucking a little deep. I was like, good job, Disney. Right. Good. Yeah. Make sure you get rid of that ride. <laughs> Song of the South. I was <laughs> like, what is, cause I got, we get on it and it's like all hillbillies and rednecks and shit. And I'm like, what is, what is this from? And they were like, I don't know, but it's, it's like a, based off a racist movie. And I was like, what movie was fucking Disney have that was like really, like really based on race? And then I was like, I looked into it. That's, I was like, Splash Mountain Ride. And then it's like, oh, Song of the South. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Song of the South was like a movie that was based on right after the Civil War. In a couple of Disney's movies, especially like uh, Dumbo, for example, um, the crows, they talk in that jive talk, yep, yep. you know, and just so happens that the crows are black, like pitch yep. black, speaking jive, yep. you know, that's definitely a little racial, racial undertone. undertone. Absolutely. A hundred percent. There are other examples in other movies, but, you know, that's a that's a whole nother discussion. Right. That's, uh, that's a lot of, obviously, that's like. That's that time period that's a lot of those really old movies when they're made in like right. the fucking 20s and right. 30s and 40s. But yeah, it was definitely the scariest ride that they had. Um, other than that, Florida was really, it was really nice besides the heat. When Once you got into like a restaurant where it was AC mm-hmm. or got anywhere where there was water and you could get in a pool or get into AC, it all was like, thanks. 
It was great. I just came back from Florida not too long ago. Really? Yes. How was your time? Where'd you go? I went to, so my family has a timeshare in a um, small little place called Boca Raton, Florida. Ooh. Very small population. It's right on the beach. Got a lot of Latin, um, Latino ladies? No, actually, it's a lot of rich Jewish people there. Oh. Like, that's, fancy. That's all that's there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I went down there with my sister, her boyfriend, um, one of my homies that I work with. And I wanted to, like, give him an experience that he's never had. He's from Oswego, mm-hmm. right? So if you just scroll uh, to the left, those are the houses in my, like, next-door neighbors. Holy shit. Guys, these houses are fucking... They're, they're estates, basically. Right. They're just massive. Um, 30,000 square foot mansions. <laughs> when we got down there... None of them look like McMansions, either. Everyone drives Ferrari... Lamborghini, Rolls Royce, Bentley. Um, it's not a vacation spot. It's like these are where people actually live. We just happen to own um, a timeshare time down there. Um, fantastic time. I rented a Jeep. Um, I rented a Willys off of the site called Turo. So it's like the Airbnb for vehicles. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome website. Um, awesome service, I should say. So I rented this. 2021 Jeep uh, Jeep Willys never heard of it I thought Willys was the name of like the guy who I was renting it from right I didn't realize that was the Jeep um, yeah I've never heard of that either get there to the airport the Jeep's already waiting for me brand new I turn it on it's got I think it had 800 miles on it damn yeah connect my Bluetooth turn the music on got a brand new Alpine system cranking Hit a button in the middle console, the entire roof comes back. Like all the, like the whole thing is off. Just folds up and just goes in the back. Damn, I'm gonna look this 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 Jeep up as you talk about yeah. it. Jeep Willies or Jeep Wrangler Willies, one of those. Uh the four door one. Uh, fantastic. It was lifted just a little bit. Not an obnoxious, you know, yeet yeet country lift. Right, no. Just a little bit. They're like for sale used. 2021s with under 3k miles on it are like forty thousand dollars so yeah that's used 2021s still forty thousand dollars holy shit yeah so this one was brand new and it was awesome um i've never drove a jeep before so it was so dope that i was like i would buy one having that for a week down in florida for me was a it was a sweet release Right. You know, it was so relaxing. Um, not having to think about work, my kid, no responsibilities. Right. You know, living in this, amongst this upper echelon of of people, you know, who I Rich would never Jewish, bump shoulders with. Right. Rich-ass Jewish people that, that don't really look our way. At all. Right. You know, never would they ever be caught up at here. No, you know? not at all. Um, but I'm down there, you know, and it was just nice to experience a different side of life um same and the reason why i brought my buddy who's from oswego he's never been anywhere was to give him that little bit of motivation like there's other there there are other things outside of here you know the world is too big to live and die in the same small corner you got to get out there and see everything so come with me get your plane ticket you already got a house don't worry about it just come down right Two weeks later, he went back down. This time he went to Miami. He spent like 
six grand on strippers and escorts. Damn, that's what that's what it's about. Hell yeah, you yeah, showed he, him something. I did. He, he lost his mind. He did not want to he, miss out. He quit his job. He don't even work with me anymore. <laughs> damn. I'm like, damn, bro, my bad. Shit. I think that one backfired, or maybe it didn't. He's out there living his best life right, right now. He's enjoying it. Right. He has the obviously he must have the money saved up to go go out there and. I don't think so. No. I think he blew it on them strippers down there. Damn. Well, hopefully he figures something out. He'll figure it out. I got faith in him. Right. Damn, that's wild. I want to do that shit, too. I want to go somewhere fancy, fancy. I got... My aunt lives out in uh, in Pensacola. She lives in uh, Clearwater. Okay. Yep. And she's like, yeah, you can come out. We got really nice beaches. And I'm like... I'm like, yeah, well, I'll, fucking, I'll go. I have to fly down, I think, back into maybe Orlando. Or if I can fly, I don't, because, yeah, I don't think there's any flights that go from Syracuse to, uh, out to Pensacola, because I think that the airport's really small also. Yeah, you'd have to get a, well, first you'd have to switch flights, but then you'd have to land in a bigger airport. Right. Yeah. Um, Maybe something further or closer than Orlando, though, but. Yeah. Yeah, probably something closer than, they probably have, like, an attaching flight that goes from that. Because I guess Florida's, like, if just driving from, like, north to south of Florida is, like, 12 hours. Yeah. A 12-hour drive. That's a lot for just one state. You're not going across any other state. You're just driving in Florida. So, growing up, uh, my family would drive from New York City to Florida twice a year. Right. Uh, when we took our vacations. Uh, we had a 19... 19- 88 Volkswagen Vanagon. It looked like the mystery van, except it wasn't painted that color. Right. It was ours was like a looked like Barney, like a dark burgundy kind of little about your couch coat, right. kind of like that. Um, and we would drive down nonstop. One person would drive, one parent would drive. The other one would sleep. You know, it had a sleeper bed that pulled out. Yep, sleeper bed that pulled. If you pull a bar in the middle, the bed would pop out on top if we had to stop. Um, so we drive straight down to Florida. So I know how just how long of a drive it is right. from North Florida to South Florida. We did it twice a year for 15 years. Damn. 22 hours from New York City to Florida. Yeah, that's wild. That's like, you know, motherfuckers couldn't just fly. Right. Stop being cheap, man. <laughs> right. All the money you don't spend on gas and food, we could have just had a flight. Yeah. Get there and get it done with. Yeah. This fucking Florida's wild-ass place. I lo- I'd like to, uh, my buddy, Mike Hennessy, keeps telling me he wants to go down to Miami. Get get We got to get tickets to go down to Miami and stuff. I'm like, Miami is cool. I'm like, we could do that shit. You see a lot of ass. Just- I saw a lot of ass at Disney. And I, was, <laughs> I wasn't even disappointed there. I was like, shit. I was like, damn, these bitches are thick. In, in Miami, it's just ass cheeks everywhere. Everywhere you look, it's just dental floss, bikinis, Oof. and just jiggling ass and Big old tits everywhere. Yeah, that's literally all you see. Damn, it's wild. I could understand why that why your friend blew all of his money yes. on strippers. Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he got played. He, he sure did. But I let it's okay. He needed it. Yeah. He, needed it. he needed that release. So right. I'm glad I was able to give him that. Yeah. No, not not the release. I mean right. the experience. Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, the only other places I've been is. Obviously, like I'm, I'm from pretty close to Chicago. Um, I was born in Aurora, Illinois, and that's where a lot of my uh, father's families lived for the longest time. 
And when I was younger, I would go out and visit them. Um, but I hadn't seen my, I hadn't seen my family, my father's side of the family since I was probably like 12 years old. Wow. I'm 28. So that's some years. We have a lot more in common than I first thought. Right. I haven't seen my dad since I was nine. I reconnected with him last year when I was 32. Right. So 23 years. Crazy. Right. And it's so, like, I, they obviously, like, my aunt and uh, her husband, my uncle, they they paid for everything. They paid for uh, the resort and the Disney tickets and stuff. So it was awesome. They, like, really, they really gave Bass the experience. Oh, and he loved great. it. That's and great. got all those pictures on Instagram and shit. Uh, he had he had a blast. He was like, I can't wait to go back. He got to meet his cousins for like the first time he'd never met, and now they FaceTime each other every day, awesome. and they play games with each other. So he he loved it. He was like, we can move down here, and I was just like, shit. I was like, if you get me, if I can find a good enough job, best like driving a truck or something, I'll move down here. I was like, I could do it. My my one cousin, um, her and her husband are both. Uh, optometrists okay um they used to own because they lived originally they lived in vegas like i had visited vegas too when i was younger cal i went to california so like around 12 11 or 12 visited chicago then we i to see my aunt and then me and my aunt and my cousin flew out to california and I had an aunt that worked at the, like the Luxor Hotel and was like a, and like big in the management. Okay. And she dealt with like the high, the really high up um, corporation workers and owners or whatever. So she would get free tickets to places. So like I got to go to um, Lego World for free. I'm pretty sure I got to go to Disneyland in California for free. Mm-hmm. So that was like that was awesome, and at twelve it was pretty enjoyable. I was afraid of rides and heights though, so I really I didn't go on any rides. I was like way too afraid. I was still afraid of heights. I'm terrified of heights, but I'll do it. I'll do it now. Okay, so in New Jersey, uh, every year Six Flags Great Adventure. I used to go. I used to go there. My stepdad. This is insane, Dom. My stepdad because we lived in Middletown. Okay. Orange County. And my stepdad would get, we'd get season passes every year and we'd go at least like, at least 12 or 15 times a year. That's nuts. Oh, I remember at one point it was like every weekend we'd, we'd go out to fucking Six Flags. That's nuts. And it was, it was so awesome. I love it there. I went on a couple rides. My stepdad would make me go on. I remember going on uh, Skull was it Skull Mountain. Skull and, Mountain. And it's dark. Yes. And that shit scared the fuck out of me. I was like <laughs> eight. Maybe eight or, yeah, like seven or eight. And my stepdad would have to fucking put his arm, he's a big dude. And he'd put his arm in front of me to like hold me back from fucking rocking and like busting <laughs> my shit in the seat. It was always funny. They, yeah, they used to do all the rides. I think the, the last time I had been there was when they had just did like opened up King Ka. Okay. That and they went on that nuts. right 120 i think it's like 128 yeah. miles an hour and then it's like 400 foot drop yep uh, <sighs> i think it's 500 yeah 500, 500 like 20 something yes. i was like fuck straight up straight up and down straight down that's wild i was like nope 
You'll never catch me doing that shit. Now they have a new ride, and it's in between. So you know how King Nakaka Ka- uh, goes up, and then it comes over in like a loop? Yep. There's a ride in between the the track. It's a straight drop. So it takes you up 450 feet, I believe. And then 90 miles an hour, it drops you straight down. That's fucking wild. When it first opened, um, they would put you had to put on a virtual reality headset. And it was a visualization of you getting in a helicopter. And you were flying up into the sky. And there were huge spiders, like, just all over the place. And so you would see them knocking down other helicopters as they were going to leave. And... You know, you feel the ride going up, but you can't see how high you are. You don't realize you're 450 feet straight up. Right. And then the spider hits your helicopter, and that's what makes you drop. And you can't, oh, my goodness gracious, you want to talk about scary shit? When you can't see. And you're free falling. When you're free, and you're free falling, and you can't see. You don't know when it's going to happen. Right. It's just, oh, man, I'm looking at all this you Crazy, know, stuff cool in the shit. headset. And you then, can kind of, and you can tell you're going up, but you don't know where you're stopping. Don't know where you're stopping, and it keep, it goes up. Yeah, four hundred and fifty three. That's fucking deep. I even, without, even without the headset, right? Like you're going up, and you're just and hanging. Then, and then the you're roller, not in a fucking roller coaster where it's like strapped around you, and you're sat in a no, fucking you're track. Just, you're, you're like sitting in a chair, right? Nope. And it, it just locks you in. Your feet are dangling. Nope. And you're I just fucking, sitting there. I shit my pants. There's, there's I, no bar. There's nothing. Right. It's just. A thing that comes down and locks your shoulders in, and you can just hold on right here or hold on in front. Of, no, you can only hold on in front of you. You'd be, pa- I'd be passing out. You, I'm sure people do pass out on that. Probably show. they should have a camera on it, but they right. don't because it's like those the uh, slingshot balls that yes. they got. I've people done that pass, too. People pass out on that. Nope. Yep. You'll never yeah. catch me doing no wild <laughs> ass shit like that. I will go. I will. I take my chance. I will do the the roller coasters. Now and the ones that do the flips and things okay. like that, but I will you will not catch me doing no fucking 500, 400 foot drops. No, nope. I'll fucking piss my pants before getting to the fucking ride just so that I don't have to get on the ride. <laughs> oh, pissy pants, boy. right? I nope, Billy, no Madison, fucking thing, Billy Madison style, right? What about um. I'm, I'm like a, I don't want to say I'm an action junkie. That's definitely not the right word for it. But Adrenaline junkie? Not even that. I'm not a junkie of any sort. It's just, <laughs> the word never sat right with me. It's just that I like Adrenaline, doing. A thrill seeker. I like doing things that make me feel alive. Oh, skydiving. Skydiving. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Man, I thought about it. I, I don't know. I in Bermuda, I uh, climbed up to a cliff. Uh, the cliff. There are a lot of cliffs by the water. So I climbed up to the cliff, and I noticed there were other people up there. So here's the cliff here. You can see the cliff, and then in one of the other pictures going up is when I jumped off of the cliff. I returned the next day with my cousin, who came to Bermuda with us, and I said, yo, we're going to climb up this cliff right here, and we're going to probably like, I don't know, Maybe 40 feet, 50 feet, maybe. So we're going to jump off this cliff. I saw people doing it. I did it too. We get down to the beach. That area was roped off. An old man had jumped off that cliff and he died. Damn. Sometime between 
when I jumped off the previous afternoon and then like the next day. So within like a 15, 16 hour window. Dang. He hit rocks? I, I don't know. He could have hit rocks. He could have had a heart attack on the way down. You know, he could have hit his head, could have drowned. I have no idea. Right. I didn't get any information. I just know that's what happened. Damn. It's like, damn, playboy. I, the scariest thing about water that has ever happened to me is uh, there is a, like a little city that's pretty close. It's like about the uh, probably about the distance that um, Oswego is from Fulton. Okay. But it's uh, Middletown to Port Jervis. My One of my best friends lived in Port Jervis. And I remember one time I... Uh, Spent the weekend there with him. So we're probably like, I don't know, like 13, 14 maybe. Maybe 15. No, no, definitely not 15. It was like 13, 14. And uh, there was a spot where everyone liked to swim. But it was like you weren't supposed to swim. It was over near, except like you had to go through a cemetery. And uh, it was like a quarry. And they had a pretty high, like, a jump spot. And you jump in, terrified to jump in, and I did it. And it was really deep, and it, so it's weird. So it's kind of like Oswego, like, if you go swim out in the lake, it's, like, uh, really shallow, obviously closer to the land. And mm-hmm. then it, like, gets deep, and then there's, like, a spots where it's, like, a sandbar. Right. Well, they sort of had that here. But we had, it was like me, um, my neighbor who was also best friends with him and like lived in the same neighbor neighborhood as him before he had moved. Um, his mother and his little brother and his little sister. Now we're all swimming, having a good time and shit. And me and my friend Nikki decide we're going to swim out to the sandbar. And his mom's like, yeah, okay. You get out there and we're hanging out. And then the kids, the little kids start coming in. Well, it fucking starts getting choppy. And the water's Mm -hmm. fucking moving around. And these kids are like fucking six, seven years old. And uh, I think it's my neighbor's youngest brother, tiny kid. He's probably like 40 fucking, 45 pounds. Gets out to the sandbar and then they're like, he's like, I don't, I can't, I can't swim back. I don't have the energy to swim back. Oh, no. And I was like, man, God, I'm like, this is not, this isn't good. No, we don't got cell, cell phones. Oh, shit. And I'm like, fuck. I was like, you gotta, we gotta try to swim. Take it easy, relax. We'll sit out here on the sandbar. Waited a couple minutes, you know, waited for as long as I could until they could get, like, their energy back up. And we... Start going like, okay, we're going to start swimming back and we'll follow behind you. So we start swimming back. We're like halfway there. And um, my friend's little brother starts fucking getting tired in the water. And then my friend's, the neighbor, his little brother starts getting tired. And they were like, yo, this is not good. Me, I don't know. Like, I know how to swim for myself. But not how to save others. I, yeah, I don't know how to fucking save. Like, I don't know how I'm, how you're supposed to hold somebody. I'm right, fucking, I'm right. 13 years old. Right. I don't know how I'm supposed to hold somebody. He doesn't 
know how to hold someone to swim them to shore. So I'm fucking swimming and it's getting deep. And the water's probably like, probably not like crazy deep. Maybe like, it's deep. It's like probably like 12 feet before rocks. So I'm like swimming. I am not fucking, I ain't a tall guy. So I'm swimming and I'm like, well, fucking grab onto me and I'll try to like swim. And he's like kind of weighing me down and I'm like, this isn't good. Mm. And he's fucking just can't. I'm like, you got to kick. And he's not fucking, he can't kick. And I'm like, this is, so I'm fucking swimming, kind of like freaking out. And then we get close, as we get closer, he's just like stopping. I'm fucking starting to drown. Oh my God. I got this little ass kid on my, on my back. And I grab him and I'm like fucking paddling and I'm trying to like throw him up onto the rocks, onto land. <laughs> and I'm like fucking, fucking catch up, catch up. And I fucking whip his ass right up onto the rocks. Oh my God. And I was like, yo, I'm never, ever, ever, don't ever ask me to fucking swim here ever again. Definitely not with no fucking little ass kids. I was like, that was the scariest experience, one of the scariest experiences of my life. Oh, I was wow. going to drown. I thought me and this little kid were going to die. That's scary. Right. There's no, and like, you're not, obviously they're not, it's blocked off for a reason. I was like, that's obvious reason why it's blocked off. You got kids that come and want to swim and can't fucking don't have the power to swim in the water. You were a hero that day, Dom. It's lifesaver. That was fucking scary. So scary. You need a day named after you. Dom Abedi's day. Right. Wow. That was, it was, so, water, I'm iffy. We taught Bass how to swim at fucking, on vacation. So he actually, like, really grew as a swimmer right. in the pool. I'm surprised my, was my my cousin was in the Marines. So, like, you got to know how to swim. Right. And you got to know how to fucking swim and carry people and shit. So he's out there fucking putting them in the, in the deeper end and letting them swim. And Bass was doing, was doing good. I mean, his girlfriend really, like, they taught Bass how to swim and, like, two hours awesome i love swimming i love the water i love the ocean i I have a love-hate relationship with the ocean so like you said earlier i've been a lot of places i've been outside the country i've been everywhere um i haven't been to europe asia um australia africa i haven't been those places yet but you've been to like the islands but yeah all all the islands multiple times central america uh south america all of that I love swimming. I love the ocean. It's the animals in the ocean that scare me. Right. When I was, oh boy, I don't know how old I was. I was young, 12, 13. I was an athlete my whole life. Excellent swimmer. No fear of the water whatsoever. We're in Dominic- in the Dominican Republic. We're on one of those catamaran boats where they take you out snorkeling mm-hmm. and amongst the other islands. And we go on shore. We eat lunch with the locals feels so weird saying the locals we eat lunch with the with the people that live on the island and then we get back on the boat and then we head back home or back to our resort so we're on the the boat it's like a party boat and you have the option of you know to take you around to the different reefs and when it's time to eat they park the they drop anchor maybe maybe 100 yards from shore and they have a little rife uh, uh lifeboat canoe type deal where they load people onto that, and then they paddle you to shore, bring it back for the next trip. Right. But they gave us the option. They said, hey, if you want to swim to shore, you're more than welcome to. I want to say, like I said, maybe I was 13. Looked over at my mom. 
They say, yeah, go ahead. Go on a swim. Go ahead. Go to the top deck, dive in that water, feeling like Jacques Cousteau. I'm like, Ooh. I got this. I got this. I like 30, 40 yards. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. I'm getting a little tired there. Keep going. And 10, 15, 20 yards later, I'm like, this isn't going to work. Flip over on my back, so now I'm floating. Right. Relaxing, trying right. the water. Right. After a while, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm tired. Like, Yeah, 100 yards is, is a lot to be swimming. It, I didn't think it was that far. Right. When you're yeah, when you're young and you're like not a professional swimmer, like yeah. that's not what you do all day. You're not swimming. You don't really. You're not really thinking about it. You're like, oh, hundred yards. Yeah, that's not. That's light. Right. I could do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, when I jumped off, uh, there were other people that jumped off too. These right. two big fat dudes. I don't know what they were thinking, but they jumped off. They had no business jumping off. When I was on my back floating, I saw that the canoe lifeboat thing had to pick them up on the way because they were struggling. And I was like, all right, well, if I needed to, I can just flag down the boat. But then that comp, the, the, the competitive edge of me was like, I can't quit. Right. I can't give up. What? I can't swim a hundred yards. You've got to be kidding me. So I turned over, started swimming. And as I'm swimming, I'm going under a little bit, you know, like yep. <laughs> doing all that shit. I said, all right, let me see if I can touch the bottom. Go down. Come back up. It's like, damn, it's kind of far. I don't know where they came from. No idea. But somehow I was in a like a little patch of jellyfish. Oh, I don't man. know how. I don't know where. Like I said, I was maybe 30 yards offshore at this point. And I went down like just to see how far the bottom was. See if I could like, kind of start to walk. And when I came back up, they were, like, right there. So I just came up, like, right in the middle of this patch of jellyfish. And I got stung by one of them on my shoulder. Oh, shit. So now I'm, it's, the, the, the feeling of the pain. It's like searing, isn't it? It's like yeah, it's, being it's, burned. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird because I'm in the water. So it's cold. But I've got this, like, burning sensation on my shoulder. Like, like a hot knife almost, you know, and it's yeah. just status. Yeah, and it's not going away, and it's like, oh my god! Now I'm trying to swim, and or float or do something. I'm now I'm scared because there's jellyfish in the water. I got stung. My shoulders hurting. I'm tired. I'm like, oh my god! This is just a horrible day. Flip back over to my back. And I kind of just float and like one Tread, arm. You're, you're treading, pulling myself to the shore. I crawled out of that water like a. a Stowaway or cast away off of a shipwreck, dude. Like, I dragged myself out of that water. I laid on the beach. I was like, my shoulder. My mom was already at the beach by this time. And I told her, you know, what happened with the, got stung by a jellyfish. She told the guy who was like the captain of the boat or whatever it was. And he came out with this bottle. It looked a lot like, uh, like you go to a sub shop, you get like oil and vinegar. Yep. How they got that old dirty ass yellow yep. bottle. Yeah, it looked just like that. And he just like squirted it on my shoulder. I don't think it was piss, okay? Right. I don't think it was. I hope it wasn't. But whatever it was, it was definitely soothing. Um, and I just had a little scar on my shoulder from it. Damn. That was when I was like 13. More recently, um, uh, about four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, four years ago. Um, I went down to the Caribbean again. I went on a cruise this time. 
So we visited St. Thomas, Barbados, St. Lucia, Antigua, uh, St. Croix, and damn, I want to I want to do a cruise. Cruises are fire. Yo, let's do a cruise. Right? Cruises are fire. All right, you sneak your alcohol on. Don't don't get the drink package. All right, sneak your alcohol onto the boat. Drinks all day, all night. Women everywhere. Everybody basically has the same mentality. We're here to get drunk. We're here to make some mistakes. We got all right. We're going. I gotta get on a cruise. You gotta get me on a cruise. And we're here to get cream pie. Oh, okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you gotta have a cruise, baby. You have to. You're never gonna see these people ever again. Right. So let's jump on a good foot and do the bad thing. You go your way, I'll go mine, and you tell your husband it's his. Right. right? (laughs) That's how it should be. Cruises are fire. Absolutely fire. The food is always good. You get to the island wherever you know you're vacationing at and spend all day on the island. Um eat the food that's on the island that's why you're there you know mm-hmm. get the whole experience yep. uh, some people like to get the little tour guides where everyone's crammed on a bus and they visit these spots nah, nah don't do that you gotta walk past those people you gotta get like a local taxi driver every island I go to I get a local taxi driver just a regular dude they want like 30 bucks for the whole day and they'll take me everywhere I want to go Right. anywhere and it'll give you a more authentic experience you know take me to your neighborhood let me go holla at your weed man. Let me get some of the food. Where do you like to eat your lunch at? Let's go eat lunch. I'll buy lunch. Come on. Take me to a good spot. You know, not these tourist places and all this other stuff. Right. Like, I want the authentic, true feel. Um, so go to the cruise. Go to all these islands. And we were, uh, where were we? Antigua. They call it the rich man's playground. Mm-hmm. They got a... Uh, million dollar yachts that are like the size of houses and all this shit down there shit is beautiful but when I'm uh, snorkeling in the water I love snorkeling and there's a reef the reef is probably a mile long Mm -hmm. uh, runs the entire length of the beach and it's probably I don't know 50 feet from the shore so from the shore to the reef is 50 feet you can swim in there all that stuff I decided after swimming the entire length and back that I wanted to see what the reef on the beach looked like from the other side. So swim further out and then look towards the shore mm-hmm. and see what it looks like. So I started swimming out. You're a wild ass motherfucker. I am, if you haven't noticed. So I'm swimming out, get past the reef. I felt like uh, I felt like Nemo when he went to go touch the boat. Right. That's touch what I felt butt. like. Touch the butt. That's what I felt like. This little tiny little creature swimming out past the reef. And I turn around. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Because you can see the whole reef. You know, the coral, the fish swimming all up in there. And you see like a drop off. And then it goes flat again. So I turn around. I said, oh, I wonder what's past that drop off. Let's keep going. Damn. So I keep swimming out a little bit further. I turn around. By a little bit further, I mean like maybe another like 40 feet. Turn around. And I see where it, like, it's a shelf. It just drops completely off. Right. That's the ocean. Right. It's a deep ass sea. Right. And I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. So I turn around, you know, headed back out further. I wasn't going to swim any further. I just wanted to go under the water and look. And as I'm looking out there, I see a huge shadow. 
towards the top of the water. It's far out. I mean, it's far, but the water's so clear you can see. Yeah. You know, for miles, not miles, but you know, yeah. you can see pretty far. And there's a huge shadow at the top of the water. And I'm like, oh, was that a boat? I pick my head up. I don't see any boat. So like, huh, maybe it was a cloud or something. I put my head back under the water, and I'm looking, and it's still there. This huge shadow, just moving. I'm like pick my head back up maybe I didn't see the boat maybe because it was a wave or a crest and I just couldn't see there wasn't shit out there I said, whatever that is it's not above the water it's in the water right. and I'm past the reef immediately I farted pissed in the water fucking swam back as fast no. as I could the shit that's in the ocean scares me yeah, you don't know what's under there unless no you're idea. under it unless you're seeing it and you're right. not seeing it especially when you make it our, like how you're saying, you're making it past the reef, and then there's that drop-off. That could be hundreds of feet. Right. And there's going to be something that get, can get down there and then come up fast. Yep. And, and that you ain't in, seeing it. You're in their world. Right. Like, they breathe underwater. I can't breathe under the water. Nope. You put me under that water for more than 15 seconds, I'm toast. Right. You know, struggling to? No, it's over. It's oh, over. God. I would fucking... Yeah, I would shit my pants. But even, the, even the little things, like sea urchins right they're these little tiny they're like this big yeah. but they've got huge spikes, spikes on, on them you step on them and that bitch got you step on monster them, game poison. over game over your vacation is done yep. but you don't even know like i almost stepped on one on that reef didn't see it it was just right there and i'm just you know swimming and i stopped swimming and i just stood up yeah they can and it scratch was right you there or poke you anywhere yeah. less than an inch away from me vacation that close to being over straight to the hospital just bury me take me out of my misery Uh, another island i was on once again snorkeling and an octopus swam past me or swam underneath me well it was a fairly decent sized octopus and it shouldn't have scared me the way that it did but once again my booty hole puckered up little little fart thick nougat and i was like oh my god that's an octopus right oh my god you know I didn't know what to do. I just panicked because the shit that's in the ocean, you know, I, I don't know. It just scares the right. shit out of me. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being out deep out in the Adirondacks and fucking here. And uh, I remember when we hiked uh, Whiteface Mountain and we hiked that shit from the bottom all the way up to the top and then back down. It was a 12 hour hike. Wow. 12 hour hike. Wow. I think it was like. It, uh, eight miles. Okay. So, eight miles up, and then eight oh. miles back down. Wow. Right. Get down, and I brought my friend with me, and he thought it was just gonna be like an old nature hike. Oh, he thought shit was sweet. Right, and he's a big guy, and he smokes cigarettes, and he drinks, and he oh, works at Novella, no. so he don't work out. He don't do none <laughs> of that shit. You set him up to fail. He fucking was like, what? So he's like way back. I'm like, at first we're getting up it, and I'm like, just trying to go and go and go, and then I'm not like, I'm really not thinking about like how wild and hard this is gonna be. And let me tell you, white face hiking that bitch is hard because it's you get to a point where it's just so steep, and then it's just like rock, like pebbled and shit, and it's just sharp little rocks. And I mean, like, it's not like rock climbing, okay. obviously. That's what I was like. Thinking. You still have like a you haven't, there's like a slope 
but it's just like a there's a pretty steep slope right so you're like walking up it's like walking up an escalator or like stairs but like the stairs on the edge of the stairs or like this whole stairs are covered in like fucking uh like jagged rocks is there a possibility that you could fall off of this shit? No, no 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 okay no it's not like no there is no there is some points as you get closer to the to the top of the mountain there are like some sort of like cliffhangers but it's not like anything too ridiculous okay they have like a slope there they do slopes for the winter and so like you get like or like a like a little over a quarter of the way there and you get to like the slopes and shit and you're like a thousand feet and this bitch is I think it's like four thousand feet wow at the, at the summit yep okay and I got to the tip and I did the tip and everything and I'm terrified of heights and I looked over the edge and everything four thousand feet so I was like wild and you can drive you can drive a car up there Okay. They have a road that goes right up to the tip, and you can drive. Oh. And they kind of have like a. I think I'm pretty sure they have a like a park or something, at some okay. point around like over where you can drive up. But uh, yeah, we did that shit, and he was like having the roughest, the roughest time. And then coming back down, it's harder than fucking going up. Really? And it's getting dark. It's getting dark. So we didn't get out of there until like eight o'clock at night. And this is like. I want to say this was like definitely in the summertime because it was hot as fucking balls I was sweating it was like probably like the beginning maybe closer to midsummer so like it's getting dark and we're like I'm we're walking back and I'm like fuck this shit like I'm so tired I just want to get out and they obviously they they have the trail tokens to know that you're on the right trail and shit right. like that. And uh, the girl I was dating at the time and her friend who hiked mountains like that's what they were, do. They were like out ahead of us, and I'm waiting for my boy Zach, waiting with him, and like he's got to take breaks and shit. He ain't used to it. Right. You set him up, Dom. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we get. We're, I don't know, maybe like a mile away from the exit. The girls are already there. They're like in the car. And they're trying to call us, but you don't get no fucking signal. Mm-hmm. Um, It's dark now. So you can't really see shit. He, obviously, he brought a bunch of like flashlights and stuff. I brought a flashlight and stuff, and we're flashlighting it. And you hear coyotes. Easily were coyotes because they ain't no fucking dogs. You're on a mountain, not no houses around you. Right. This is wild. And you shit. hear dogs fucking howling, and I'm like, I'm like, man, that those are coyotes. That's coyotes fucking howling. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it's not that bad though. We're, we're we can't be too far. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to be out of here. <laughs> I don't want to be where fucking coyotes are I howling. Be too far. I, be I said, I understand we got like knives and like pepper spray and shit. We didn't have no our guns or anything. But I'm like, I ain't trying to fucking stab a whole pack of fucking coyotes. 
I think you could do it, though. I th- I think I probably could too, because coyotes don't get too big; they get like like fifty pounds. Maybe. Yeah, mid-sized dog. But I just fucking did. Like maybe it wasn't. Maybe maybe it was like eight hours. Yo, okay. Or, no, it wasn't eight hours. It was twelve hours. I think that the whole thing was because it was. Uh, Or maybe it did. I can't remember how long it took. It was a long ass. All I know was we got there at 8 a.m. And we, yeah, it was 12 hours that we took walking it. Uh, so we getting close to the end. And I'm like, bud, I'm exhausted. I'm not trying to fight no fucking animals in the dark. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is out here. We're in the mountains. I'm trying to be done with this. I'm trying to go home. I'm exhausted. I'm not trying to die. Right, get into a bloodbath. Right. I'm like, we gotta kind of hurry up and get this shit going. I was like, you gotta move. So we finally get to the end, and the girls are like, oh my god, we were trying to call you, blah blah blah. blah. And I was like, yo, they're dogs. I was like, we need to leave right now. They're <laughs> fucking howling. I'm not trying to be here. Let's go. I fucking that shit was scary. That so I understand scary. like the ocean is like being in the fucking woods in the dark. You can't see anything. That's around you really mm-hmm. unless you have your head up and everything's under you no get out of here bass and uh you don't like you don't know what's around you or what animals are capable of and, and animals are wild they don't stop right they don't have like a alright I'm not gonna hurt them too bad no they're no, vicious they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're here to fuck your yeah, world up if they're like if they're looking for something and you are what their eyes are on they're not they're not gonna stop i got a buddy at work we had a discussion one time um a hypothetical situation if you know our our shift at work was uh we want a trip to you know south america somewhere and we're getting in this little small ass rinky dink plane and the plane crashes you know who would be the last little group of survivors you know to to make it to last like a week in the amazon and this Oh my goodness! This guy, right, little three hundred pound guy, tells me that he could lead the pack. That he watches uh, naked and afraid. You know, yeah, shit like that. Naked and afraid, and and uh, he he, you know, he he knows how to make a fire from scratch, and and uh, you know he would craft spears and hunt down jaguars right. and all this other stuff. And then I watched him have a panic attack at work one day, and I said, buddy. You're having a panic attack right now over something trivial. Do I? You, you're the same one who told me you would hunt down a jaguar in its natural environment right. in the Amazon with a stick. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, like, yo, you were high on something. Shut your ass up. Yo, you would not catch me hunting no apex predator in right. its in its right in its you're, nature. You've never been to the zoo. I'd be like, boy, you ever been to the zoo? Boy, you better stop. Right. I brought bass to fucking uh, the wild animal zoo out in Chittenango. Chittenango, okay. And they motherfucker, those got jaguars. Yeah. Jaguars are not fucking like, they're not small animals. They ain't nothing to fuck with. Like, when you see them on TV, yeah, they don't look that big. Like, cheetahs and shit like that, they, yeah, they might not look that big. When you are next to those animals, those animals are bigger than Massive. you. Those are like 200-pound cats. Yes. Uh, at least a hundred and fucking fifty pounds. Killing machines. Right. Their paws are the size of your head. Right. 
You ain't fighting. You're not fighting no Jaguar. If you don't got no gun, you ain't fucking with no Jaguar. Yeah. I remember watching a, vid- a video on YouTube, and it was a guy on a hike in the mountains. Didn't have his gun. Didn't have... I don't think, he didn't have anything on him. Or he had a little-ass pocket knife. Brought a little-ass pocket knife. And it's like a trail that people can walk on. This motherfucker walked past a cub and a mama mountain lion. Oh, boy. So the, mount, the mama mountain lion left the cub and followed his ass for, like, I can't remember how long the video was. It was, like, probably like eight or ten minute video. And this fucking cat followed him. Wow. For like ten minutes. And he's like walking backwards. And obviously you're tired. You're on a hike. You're walking already. you doing your walking. You ain't out running no fucking mountain lion. Know. And once you run, you're dead. You're dead. You, you If you run, it's coming at your back. And mm-hmm. it's getting you before you can do anything. So he's walking backwards, watching it and shit. And he's like, get out of here. Get out of here. Like, please go. Get the fuck out of here. Go. Go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it's like fucking hissing at him and fucking lunges a little bit at him. And he's like, it's like, no, like, he's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And he's like picking up rocks and like doesn't want to agitate. Like, obviously, like he has a rock, like he's going to throw it, but you There's throw a, it. Right. It don't want to attack. Them. Yeah, it'll it could attack him. And he's like, please, like, I don't want to do this. I, and he's like, please leave. Please leave. I would fucking I'd cry. I don't know what I would do. I, I yeah. I would fucking cry. You're literally looking your death in the face. Right. And it's just following him and following him and like lunging a little bit at him and shit. And it's like only like 20 feet apart. That ain't nothing. That's fucking like three steps for this thing. If that. Right. And he's freaking out and he's like trying to keep cool and shit and it's videotaping it. And he's like, this is fucking, this is where I'm going to die. This is where I'm going to die. And he ends up doing something, he, like, gets down, and it kind of gets close, and he fucking, like, yells wicked loud and fucking throws a rock, and it fucking takes off running. And he's like, holy fuck. At that moment, he then shit his pants. Right. I was like, oh, my God. I'd have straight mud butt. Right. I don't know what. I would I, I would be dead. I would probably have died. I would have died. Like this. Because like, I would have turned and ran. Like, right. It, it's, it's a natural response. Right. You know? But, like, and then that's where you fuck up. You're yeah. like, oh, shit, I got to try to outrun this. There's no Impossible. outrunning those animals. It's got four legs. I've got two. Four, four legs, its paws and shit are made for that terrain. That's why it it's runs fucking there. every that's, day. That's where it lives. Right. It chases down fucking deers and whatever else. Whatever else it does. It chases it. You know what it I don't chase shoot down? It. I chase down the weed man. Right. I smoke every day. Right. That's about it. And you then that's a vehicle. Right. And these things are running at least like 30, they could run 30, maybe 40 miles an hour. It runs faster than all of us. Right. So I would shit my pants. Or like the one video, there's another one where the guy's got fucking snake, poison, wicked poisonous ass snake. Comes right across his lap and is like fucking looking at him. And he's just sitting on a tree like relaxing, went to, was out in the fucking field. Mm-hmm. Sat by a tree and a poison ass ass snake just fucking. I think it was like a rattlesnake or some shit. Like a timberback. Comes right up onto his lap and he's fucking looking at him. Mm-mm. And he's like, can't, you can't fuck, you can't move because you move, it senses it and mm-hmm. done. And I'm sure it wasn't like 
the snake wasn't fucking like I feel like I feel like a lot of animals aren't like see thing see you and they're like okay they see heat and they're like oh this person's this is hot I'm gonna get up on top of this it's hotter than the ground right right so that's probably what the snake saw and then it's fucking sees it's breathing and shit and it's like what is what's this I'm on staring him down and it's like rattling and shit and he's like I can't mm. he's like telling he's like I can't move I'm trying to be as quiet and as still as possible and it's like five minutes of this fucking snake on him and him not moving anything and his hands are like this and then one second all it takes is fucking not even a second grabs the snake whips that bitch Wow. And fucking gets up and he's like, all right. He's like, I can't believe. He's like, I'm so fucking scared right now. He's like, my adrenaline is through the roof. Wow. And I'm like, I was like, my adrenaline's through the roof. I'm just fucking watching this video. (laughs) Wow. Terrifying. You never know what you do until you're in that type of situation. Right. You know. Wow. I couldn't picture myself. That's why I'm like, I don't fuck around. I'm not like about... Going out to places I really don't know very well and getting into shit that I'm not sure that I could get myself out of. Right. So, like, if I go and visit another, like, an island or down in the south and shit, I'm not like, I'm going right into the rainforest. I'll fucking hike in the rainforest. Yeah, no. No. I'll, I'll tour. I would do, like, what you were saying, you know, like, go to the local, like, where the... Get someone that's lo- lives there and shit and go to those places, but I'm not like, yeah, take me to the fucking, I want to see the rainforest. Get me in the rainforest. Get me into the fucking right. woods. Drop me get off me... and come get me an hour later. Right. No. Get no, me, no, no. bring me somewhere where fucking something could kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no thank you. Nope. I'm here to enjoy myself. Right. I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to fucking die. <laughs> I don't want to become a Netflix Big ass movie. spiders or fucking venomous ass spiders or fucking like bullet ants and shit a- like that. Anything. That's why I was laughing at this guy when he said all that stuff about surviving. And, you know, I'm like, dude, you're, first of all, you're out of shape. Right. Number one. Number two, you have a panic attack at work in a controlled environment where nothing can harm you. Right. And you're bugging out. Right. Three, you know how many poisonous spiders, snakes, and- insects, plants there are in the in the Wilderness? Amazon rainforest right. that you do not know about? Right. There's fucking things out there that fucking scientists that study that shit still don't know about. Still don't know about. But you, mister, I watch Naked and Afraid. Right. I watch people in the fucking... And, and those people are fucking... They train for that kind of shit. And they still don't make it And they're the fucking thrown in places like... I remember one, one episode, they were in Florida. They were in the swamps of Florida. And neither of them made that shit. Wow. The swamps. It's not as easy as one makes it, you know, no. as you would think it is. They have that one show where those where they have the guys out, but they stay out there for months. Whoever lasts the longest wins, like, fucking, I think it's like a million dollars or really? something. Wow. They, yeah, they live out there, and you're only allowed to bring, like, three things. Could you do it? Fuck no, I got diabetes. <laughs> I'd be, one of the things I'd be bringing is fucking one supplies. Oh, I'd have to bring all. I I would run out of supplies. Yeah, just don't even bother. Don't. Even bother. I wouldn't be able to do it right. unless I'm fucking. Unless I, I could do it, I'd get really sick. 
potentially. My blood sugar would probably go up really high and then really low during the day while I'd I'm have working some crazy out. Swings. I'd have crazy swings. I wouldn't I'd pro I my body would get really sick. Yeah, I'd probably up. do it for I could probably do it for like a week. Without supplies, I could probably last a week. But then after that I'd get I'd start getting really sick. Right. Really, really sick. Right. Like if you had me in the forest where like I could get fruit where there was like fruit to eat for sugar and then I could like go fishing and get my protein or something. Yeah, it's a potential. Okay. But it ain't gonna last super long. Right. Because my shit was I just That's why if like the end of the world happens, I'm dead. Just take me out. Right. No joke. Unless I unless I come across a place that's got fucking enough supplies for me to to last a year at least a year there's no there's no there's no point i i wouldn't be able to make it i'd be having bass fucking gun me down <laughs> listen, to, listen to some trippy red right i'm a rich that's funny i could see it i could see it i i, I mean i'd give it my best but it ain't gonna last very long. I'd be getting real sick. Diabetes, diabetes cuts cuts into all that survival shit. Yeah, you want to go survive? How about no? Right, right. Nope, not survive. Not. Oh all. man, speaking of wild animals, I've got an interesting story for you. It's a favorite childhood story of mine. I love telling this story. So I'm from New York City. For those that don't know, Harlem to be exact. Um, you can look this story up. It's quite wild. I lived on the 25th floor of my building, right? Had a wonderful view overlooking all of Harlem. It's not uncommon to see crowds of people, nor is it uncommon to see ambulance and police cars. This happened to be a rather particular large crowd. I'm in my little sister's room and I happen to look out the window about three, four blocks away. It's a large crowd of people on the corner, um, two or three police cars and a SWAT truck. Once again, that's not uncommon in my neighborhood. Right. And I say, eh, whatever, let's go down there and see what's going on. So I mosey on down. So it's only about three, four blocks. Get there and I ask somebody, you know, if they know what's going on. And she just said, I don't know. I just saw the people. So she came over. Same thing I did. I was only there for a couple of minutes and I heard somebody pointing up saying, look, 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 pointing up. So there's a project building right there. Um, maybe six, seven, eight floors, not too many. I'm trying to see what they're pointing at, and everyone's pointing at the window, which is in the hallway next to the elevator. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you see something run past the window. Something big. Can't I can't make out exactly what it is because it just went by really quick. I, just someone got fucking monkey. You'll see. Waiting a couple minutes and it runs back again. This time it stops. Like, it doesn't even run, actually, it's walking. And you can see it better. It's orange and black. It's a fucking tiger. Yo, this motherfucker had a tiger in his house. He had a full grown tiger Yo, in his house. Harlem's wild. In his apartment, right? When the tiger walked past the window, the SWAT team repelled from the roof down. Shot the tiger with a tranquilizer dart through the window. Tranquilized it. Then they brought it outside. First time I ever saw a tiger up close. Right, not at the fucking Brooklyn Zoo or something. The Bronx Zoo. Not 
I mean, I've seen Brown. him there. Yeah. But once again, I this Tiger was probably where your couch is to me when right. I brought it out. And went through the crowd. Everyone saw the Tiger. I don't know if the Tiger would have fit on your couch. No, Tigers are fucking big. They're like yeah, two hundred like, something pounds, three hundred pounds. Yeah, fucking like, like eight foot, eight, eight, nine feet long. Yeah, and I've never seen a tiger that close. They're again, their paws are like fucking three massive, times massive. So the story came out a little bit later. What happened? So here's the story. Man owned. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. After they bought the tiger out, they also bought out like two or three bear cubs. They brought out a like. 15 foot snake they brought out a, a caiman which is like an, like an yep. alligator or crocodile type yep. thing brought one of those out damn this motherfucker was he had a whole zoo up there yo right he so what happened was smuggling he owned animals. two apartments and he knocked down the walls and the apartments to make it one big apartment so he had all these animals up there they each had their own room and he also had a dog or a cat one day the tiger went after the dog or the cat, whatever it was. I don't remember. The man got in the middle. He's had the tiger since it was a cub. It was now four years old. The man got in the middle, and the tiger either, I think it bit him, or like nicked him or something in his shoulder or his arm. Oh, probably took it. Uh, fucking his he had, shoulder. He had a nice, he had a hole in his arm. Definitely. Goes to the hospital, and they ask him what happened. He said he was attacked by a pit bull. But not when you got to gouge like a four foot or four foot, uh, three or four inch hole from a tiger's canine in your arm. That doesn't make sense. That's not a pit bull. The man then asked his brother to go back to his apartment to feed the tiger, the animals. Brother gets to the apartment, opens the door. The tiger was right there at the door. I don't know if he was scared or if he just went to close the door and the door opened up, but that's how the tiger got out and was then roaming through the hallways until someone else noticed, called the police. I shit my pants. That shit's no, that's no joke. That motherfucker's wild. Wild animals. That's Harlem. Apartment. That's, that's Harlem. I mean, we're all animals in Harlem. You know, all of us, but we're different breeds. You got gorillas, right. you know, you got wolves, you got snakes and rats. Yep. But this motherfucker had tigers and bears. <laughs> this shit is wild. I'm like, how did the neighbors not hear <laughs> right? a tiger? You don't smell. I know cat paying people things. off. He he paying people. He was Maybe. paying people off. Man, he's making you. If you got animals like that, you're in the black market for fucking illegal animals. Where do they shit? Think about a tiger taking a shit. Where right. do you like? Where where do you put his piss at? Like, where does a tiger piss? It's not like you could like make it. I don't know. Can you train a tiger to piss on a wee wee pad? I don't. Know, I don't man. know. I don't know. But yeah, crazy. crazy. I couldn't imagine. Like, what kind of cage are you putting that in? Right. In in your apartment, it's where like, you fit in a, a cage? It's an eight foot tiger. I don't think like it has a something. cage. No, right. How are you getting in the fucking room? Right. This is, I get. I mean, I, yeah, I guess it could fit through a doorway. Still. That's, that's an eight-foot tiger. Mm-mm. But yeah, that was my, that was like, 
one of the defining moments of my childhood. That and watching a guy throw his grandmother off the balcony. A guy throw his grandma off the balcony? Yeah, that was pretty nuts. Damn. So once again, I live on the 25th floor. We have a balcony. Um, Sound travels when you're up very high, right? So one day I'm on my balcony. This is another story that you can Google. Um, Harlem or Harlem or Esplanade Gardens. Harlem man throws grandmother off balcony. It'll pop up. Um, So where I lived at, the development was called Esplanade Gardens. 25th floor balcony. I'm on the balcony and I hear uh, like a lot of yelling. Once again, this is not infer- this is not yeah, it's not uncommon uncommon to hear that. So, to hear that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of looking over the balcony, trying to see if it's people yelling, you know, in the playground, on the street, down the street, you know, where it's coming from. And I don't see anybody really outside. This yelling is very loud, and like, so I just sit down directly across from me at the end of the block. So I'm at the beginning of the street. Mm-hmm. All the way down one city block at the end of the street is another building in my development. On the 22nd floor um, is where the yelling was coming from. The only reason why my attention was diverted that way was because something was thrown off of the balcony, like a chair or something like that. And I saw it come down, like tumbling down. I said, oh, shit, what was that? Maybe that's where the yelling is coming from. So now I'm looking directly over there to see if I see anything else see a guy come out he's got a it looks like a when you roll up a carpet but it was was white and he's just got like a bundle in his arm he throws it over the balcony and it goes down and it like tumbles and it opens up it was a sheet but it opens up and it was a person and she tumbled tumbled hit a tree already dead at that time she was yes but I didn't know that at the time. Right. I just saw a person tumble, tumble, hit a tree, and land in front of the building. That building. Immediately called my mother, like, Ma, you gotta come here. Um, she sees what I'm pointing, you know, to and stuff, and I think she called my step pops, and I think maybe they called the police, but I'm sure someone else had already done that. Yeah. Um, police come, SWAT team comes, the whole, whole nine. Yeah. They fill up a... Um, you know, like if there's a fire and they got to tell people to jump out the window so they inflate that like safety yep. pad at the mm-hmm. bottom. So they blew up a really big one of those on the side of the building. From the top of the building, they dropped a net down like over the balconies going straight down. Right, to keep to him keep... probably from jumping off. Absolutely. He climbs on the outside of the balcony like he's going to jump. Then he climbs back over onto his side of the balcony. Then he climbs back over like he's going to jump. The police are on the balcony underneath him. This motherfucker jumps. The police reach out from the balcony underneath when he jumps and they catch him and like pull him back. Yep. Yeah, the they're yeah, they're all fucking strapped into the balcony and yeah, shit. Yeah, they just reached out and grabbed him, pulled him in. Um and that was the end of that. But to sit there and like I watched that happen. That's wild. Yeah. I've seen I've I see some crazy ish. I saw a woman out at uh, Waterloo uh, jump off a bar that I deliver to. Jump off the bar? Off the like the roof of the bar. Oh. And this is like pretty high up. It's probably like like thirty thirty forty feet. These wow. bitches jump right in between the two buildings. I was like, yeah. 
What's this bitch doing? Did she splat? I don't, I don't know. I was delivering a fucking beer at like around the corner. Oh my god! And I was like, "Yo, this is wild." I was like, "I need to never seen nothing like that." And then I drove. I just kept going. I just did my work. But then, like, I got home, and for like a week, I had fucking wild ass dreams where, like, I was jumping off the of shit. Wow! And I'd wake up, and I was like, "God, fuck! This lady got me fucked yeah, up." You got that PTSD, dude. She fucking. I'm. I'm. I think she ended up living. She like obviously she fucked herself up pretty bad. Right. I think she was probably on drugs. Because there's like apartment. Because there's like apartments right above the bar. And I don't know how she did it, but she got up on top of the roof above the apartment. So, like, the roof above the apartment, uh, like, where the apartment is, isn't too high. There's got to be a fucking, like, an attic or something you could get up there to, like, I don't know. But she got up there and she fucking took the, she took the leap. I was like, wow. also seeing wild-ass accidents. All the time, because I go on the throughway to get to fucking Seneca Falls. Okay. And I constantly, always, you see wild ass accidents. I remember driving in one morning, and there was fucking half, it was a tractor trailer tipped over, and like through, like on the, like cut driving through uh, Montezuma on the throughway, ripped through the fucking guardrail, truck was on its side, and the fucking whole driver's side of like the truck was gone. It was like it was like fucking slicing butter. Wow. That shit was smooth. I was like, how? Like how do you do that? Wow. The whole fucking back end just tore apart was... shit all over the pl- all over the place. Um saw head on fucking collision with tractor trailer mm. and fucking uh no, it wasn't. It wasn't head on. No, I saw a head on in Auburn with a fucking car and a fucking truck. Just fucking come. Person was coming to turn and truck just didn't stop or something. Bam. Mm. Uh, Waterloo. My helper. I was delivering. I was finishing up delivering and I was writing, uh, printing out their invoice. And he was outside waiting for me to come out. And all you heard was boom. And people fucking all cars. And like you could hear it. Like because you know when the fucking accident. Because you can tell when like the brakes. When someone's hitting it. Slams their brakes. And you're like oh that don't sound good. Bam. Right. And I'm like oh shit. And I go outside and he's like yo you just missed it. I was like what? He's like look. And a fucking car. So like. um, It's on. What is it? It's like. 5 520 maybe so you go in through Waterloo and just stay straight under Waterloo like you're heading in towards Geneva but then there's a cutoff at this speedway and it takes you out like you can get out to the outlet mall this way so it's like a little weird fork in the road and um someone was coming and this truck or something came out and fucking nailed it, T-boned it, and spun it, and, like, fucking just smacked the fuck out of it. Like, everyone was okay. I think, like, one or two people left in an ambulance. I guess it was fucking, really, like, a really nasty fucking hit. Like, Damn. they were just, everyone just was, like, sat in their cars and was, like, uh, oh. 
seen a fucking a van, like a work, like a Sprinter, uh, like a Class B truck, and fucking another truck or like a family vehicle in a fucking accident too on like three eighteen. Going to a stop. It was fucking. You see some mass, traumatizing stuff. Crazy huh? ass shit, man. But like, wild ass shit has happened to me. Like, I've been fucking held up at knife point in Oswego what? for beer. For beer. For beer. And the the guy that did it went to prison because it's armed robbery. Mm-hmm. He ended up taking his life. Ended just, up just killing recently. him. Yeah. And I made a post about it because fucking people were like, "He was such a great guy. He was such a great guy." And I mean, people, I, obviously, he, he's going to have friends and people mm-hmm. are going to like him. But my whole thing was like, he was a great guy. Once that shit get a hold of you, though. Right. I was like, you're not always a great person. Right. You can't always be. It's like me saying, well, Hitler was a, a good guy. Yeah, when he was like eight. Right. Like, once you do bad shit... Right, you're not you're, a good guy anymore. You're not a good person anymore. Yeah. And that was my whole point. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm kind of tired of seeing everyone saying how great and how awesome this guy was when he fucking did not... He, like, completely disregarded and disrespected right. my right to live. And he was like, I'm gonna fucking... I'll stab you for this fucking eight-pack of beer. Like, how did... If he was a good guy, how did he end up in prison? He wasn't right. wrongly convicted. Right. It was multiple times. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, but... You know. But, yeah, that had happened. Uh, yeah, it's just... I just see a lot of wild-ass shit. All, wow. the, all the time. Usually out out farther, though. Not really in Oswego. I was gonna say, I'm surprised... Auburn gets... At the amount wild. of craziness that you've seen because, you know, it's relatively quiet out here. But like you said, it's in other places, you know, yeah. Auburn on the road, Seneca Falls, and right? Shit out right there, it gets good. This is you, you don't think you don't think about it. Like I've been all over for Eagle. Like I've delivered everywhere that they deliver besides out towards Watertown. So I've done all the routes and I've been to all the bars and all the places. Mm-hmm. And the people you see are just wild. I remember uh, I was delivering uh, Dollar General. In Waterloo. And uh, I go in to put my shit down real fast. And then I go back out for me and my helper to start running the beer in. And these two dudes in there. White. White as fuck. So white. Dudes wearing one white guy. Blonde hair. Got a hat on sideways. Mind you, sideways. That's so uncomfortable. And they're saying the N-word in this Dollar General. Mm. Just only like throwing it out there. And we're this, and we're that. You can't fuck with me, and we're. I'm like, damn. I'm like, you're really out here fucking. <laughs> I was like looking around the Dollar General. I'm like geeking and shit because these two dudes are goof, goofy, goof, fucking goofy white boys. I'm looking around I'm like, there ain't no black person. There's not one black person that's in the store because if they heard that shit, they would. Right. Be, they'd be getting their ass chewed out and they'd be sitting there scared. It'd be a, and usually it's. Like, usually in those kinds of situations, I feel like when I have seen that happen, it's like a black woman. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Black like women. Like older yeah, black woman. They don't, they don't play it. Get you, your ass out in a heartbeat. A heartbeat. And they'll have you more afraid than any fucking big black dude yeah. 
or fucking any anyone that could beat your ass. They, those women fucking put the yeah. fear in you with words. Better watch out for Essie now. She'll fucking get you. Right. Fucking Miss Dorothy. I'm look- <laughs> so I'm looking around. I'm like, there ain't no black people in here. That's why these motherfuckers are out here just talking wild. Acting reckless. Right. I was like, I'm shaking my head. I'm laughing and shit. I'm recording them. And they're talking to this one girl. And she's fucking out. It's all fucked up and super trash and they're like shout. They're literally. They're naming their fucking. They're from Seneca Falls, so they're like eight minutes away from Seneca Falls, and these motherfuckers are like repping their fucking their address. Are they repping like, their set? They're yeah. They're like he's like yo. I live on this on this block in uh, in Seneca Falls and shit. No one fucks with us. And I was oh like boy in a Dollar General with old ass <laughs> with old ass women shopping to get deals. And fucking people bringing in their kids to get snacks and shit. And you're just out here throwing it like you're fucking really in the hood and really about it and shit. And I was like, you got no fucking teeth. You're white. Your boy's got his hat turned sideways. I was like, what are you fucking doing? And then they're talking about fighting and shit. And then he's talking about his kids. And he's like, he's like, yeah, my kid's graduating this year. I gotta be there for that shit. And I'm like... Oh my! I wouldn't want you there if I was your kid. <laughs> Fuck! I'd be asking you to leave. You're embarrassing me, right? Dad. I was like, "Yo, you're in Waterloo right now. You're Imagine. from Seneca Falls. You're repping your set like you're fucking like crossed over into enemy territory, and you're just hard as fuck." I was like, "Get out of here! Get the fuck out of here!" And this girl's like, "She's like, oh, didn't you, didn't you get in a fight? Blah 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 blah." And he was like, "He's like, nah, that shit ain't me." He's like, "He know I whoop his ass though," and I was like. You mean the only ass whipping that you're doing is not whipping is wiping. You wiping ass. <laughs> is is Seneca Falls like like what what kind of area is that? Like is it like Oswego basically? Sene- no, man. Seneca Falls is the hometown for the women's suffrage. But oh. they have the women's museum. Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. Museum and shit is right. around there. Like Auburn is where Harriet Tubman lived in okay. Auburn. Okay. So they have the Underground Railroad. Yep. And fucking Seneca Falls has like a part of the Underground Railroad and shit there. And they've got fucking uh, they've got the the Women's Rights Museum and shit. And it's like once you come in, it's like they do have like shittier looking neighborhoods, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's just. Pretty nice. It, yeah, it's nice. It's rich. It's your wine country. All right, okay. So all the wineries are. Right. And you so got yeah. mo- these motherfuckers. Like, there's only one bar that I deliver out in Waterloo. And Waterloo is the home hometown of fucking uh, the Giants uh, Super Bowl winning coach. John, what is it, uh, Coughlin, I think. Mike Coughlin. Mike Coughlin. Yep. Mike oh, Coughlin. No, no, Tom Coughlin. Tom. Yeah. There we I'm go. Tom. It of Mike Tomlin. It's Tom Coughlin. Yeah. Tom Coughlin. He was from Watertown, so they got a big sign for that, and then they got uh, the, it's the home. It's where first Memorial Day. They had the first mem- first Memorial Day was in Waterloo, New York. Okay. And there's one bar. It's called. Uh, it's a, it's a cool bar. I love the the guy that owns it. Awesome dude. 
The first time I went there, though, um, it's, like, really, like, it's, it's called, uh, what is it, Lizard's, Lizard's Tavern, or, I think, Lizard's, I think it's, like, Lizard's Tavern, or Lizard's something. And it's this old hole-in-the-wall bar right next to some train tracks. And I get there to deliver. And the bartender is a big-ass, huge white dude. I'm talking like 6'5". Oh, boy. Fucking like 300-pound dude. Massive. Just giant. This motherfucker, most redneck person I've ever met. Oh, boy. Wearing a dirty old fucking (laughs) ripped-up t-shirt. Fucking, no joke, not lying, I swear, on Sebastian. This motherfucker got one big ass tooth hanging in the front of his mouth. Motherfucker is the I- ideal look for someone that you would think of like backwoods, Mississippi, or fucking right. Alabama redneck. Oh, West Virginia hills have eyes. Right. And this big ass motherfucker, and they're in there, and this was like right around during like like COVID kind of era time. Where they hadn't just like closed everything down yet, but they were getting ready to. Okay. And they're talking fucking Trump, and they're like Trump, I love fuck Trump and shit. And I'm like, I'm like, I know you do. <laughs> you you got a fucking. I could walk in here and, and smell how much you love Trump. You fit the type. <laughs> yeah, right. But it is a, he's a, he's the bar owner's a really cool guy. He's the shit. But you wouldn't like you drive through the rest of Water Waterloo, and it's like really nice houses. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one, there's one house, uh, you drive by down like one street and this motherfucker's got statues of like real, they fucking are big of like an elephant, a fucking giraffe. And this bitch is like 14 foot high, like real shit on this guy's uh, yard. He's got fucking, uh, it's like a velociraptor or some shit. Like, they got a place in Auburn, too, and this guy's got statues on his yard as, like, all dinosaurs, and, like, the, the bushes are trimmed as dinosaurs. Oh, boy. And it's sick, and he's got a fucking big-ass velociraptor and, like, a fucking pterodactyl. I don't know. These places are wild. Hmm. But it's, like, a nice... But Waterloo is, like, a nice place, but this this bar, it's that... It's, like, when you think of this bar and then Waterloo, it reminds me of fucking... Shots, shots, and fold like a, a good dive bar, right. right? Just a place where you like, you know, you're gonna either see some shit and you're gonna have a, like a good time, but you're definitely don't want fucking anything that anyone's gonna try to offer you, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Let me just be a fly on the wall and right. observe the shit that goes and, down, right? There. Exactly. Oh, look at her doing lines of coke off the dirty toilet seat. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yo, actually, uh, Friday too. So we did a speedway. We delivered a speedway, and I we come in first, and the lady's on the phone, and I'm like, "Whoa, what's going on?" She's like, "Someone's been de- dealing drugs at night," and I was like, "What do you mean dealing drugs?" She said, "Yeah, we got them on camera. They've been dealing drugs. They've been going into the bathroom and fucking hiding them in the ceiling, cause it's the push tiles." They have cameras in the bathroom. No, no, but like, they caught them, and it's always at the the same time and it's always an hour apart someone comes in they use the bathroom an hour later someone comes in they use the bathroom and they leave Mm. so someone's been coming in and then they find fucking idiots stepping on the toilet Mm, to get to the push 
See the footprints on the seat. Yep. Uh, and I'm like, yo, I never fucking, I really, I didn't think fucking people really did that kind of shit. Like, to me, that's dumb. Yeah. But I guess it works. Clearly. He was, he was getting away with it. And they finally caught, they caught them doing it. But now I'm like, fuck, I might as well just start stepping on fucking the bathroom <laughs> toilets at every stop I go to and pushing <laughs> on all the fucking ceiling tiles. Maybe drugs and money will fall so, out. Make sure you don't get pricked with a needle, dude. Ooh. Holy fuck, but I was like, damn, I go to the next Speedway, and I'm telling her about it, and she goes, oh, yeah, we had that happen to us, uh, like, a year or two ago. Wow, this is a thing. I was like, damn, Speedway's the fucking, the joint to fucking deal drugs, and she goes, well, yeah, because, you know, the cops, uh, the police station's not far from where that is, it's, like, right in the middle of the city, and then you got cops, because it's a, it's a, essentially a highway going through. You have state troopers and mm-hmm. sheriff constantly driving back and forth down those down these long stretch of roads, or sitting there waiting because they're catching people speeding in the forty five going down these long ass roads. Mm-hmm. So they see a car, they're stopped at these speedways or whatever, or they see a car that's pulled over, waiting for someone else, and they're getting in and out of cars. That's an easy fucking right. indication you're getting right. caught. I was just like, damn. I was like, man, if I was fucking selling drugs and doing that, putting them up in the ceiling tiles in Speedway, I'd fucking bring Clorox wipes. All right, just wipe I'd the seat down. Wipe the seat down. Yep. It's that simple. Right. Got to be a better criminal. <laughs> you know, like, you know. damn. Now That's... you're going to, easily you're going to go to prison because they're going to, cops probably already know who you are because I'm sure you've already been busted because you're this dumb that you're fucking forgetting to wipe down the toilet seat and you're doing it at fucking dealing your drugs at Speedway. And I'm sure it's a lot of drugs and they found the drugs see, there. See, I wouldn't have turned them in. I would have just waited and took the money. Like... Yeah, but then... I mean, yeah, I guess so. And they're not gonna say anything, maybe. But you got people working at night. You take the money and that's when it was happening was at night. You go to leave and then that guy comes out and he's like... I know what you've been doing. So what, motherfucker? I know what you've been doing. Right. One of us is going to go to jail. (laughs) It ain't going to be me. So you can either A, stop doing it and just take this as a healthy loss. Right. Or B, you can do something about it. But guess what? I've got you on camera, fucking idiot. So not only are you going to go to jail for assaulting me, you're also going to go to jail for selling drugs. Right. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it works. But they're women. It's all women that work there. Oh, they have no backbone. Yeah. Actually, it should it should be even easier for them because he's not going to assault the woman. Right. I he got to he got to be got to be smart in these situations. Yeah, I guess they're not. Maybe some people don't. I deal with many members of the underworld, so right. No, I know it. I know it too. So that's why I was like, I'm gonna start checking these fucking. Right, things. right. Let me just. They're not this. gonna. They're not gonna think anything of me fucking coming in. Right. I, and if it's I an, deliver the beer, so I'm there every week. And if it's so far apart, every week, like an hour apart or 20, 30 minutes apart, anybody could have gone in the bathroom. Right. Anybody. Right. And they see the footprints on the on the seat. They're like, "Oh, what are they looking for?" Right. I seen this in a bad movie once. Yeah. Right. You know? Exactly. You get in this room. It's just, it's just wild. People are fucking don't think. So now this dude's probably going to spend some time. That's all right. He's gonna get raided. Let him, th- let him sit in jail and think about it. Yeah, he'll he'll sit in jail and then he'll he'll get he'll get smarter. Oh shit, we've been recording for an hour and forty seven minutes. Oh wow. Alright, I think we've got I think we've 
hit it off. Yeah. This is a good start to hopefully a long, prosperous partnership in podcasting. Absolutely. Cream Let's Pie Boys. Cream Pie Boys. Um, next week, we're going to have my boy, Nick Taramidjian, does tattoos, owns a old anchor tattoo. He's going to come on. We'll have him on. We're going to talk about tattoos. Rich got some tattoos. I'm sure he's been to other places besides around here for tattoos, getting tattoos done. I've got some great stories, and I've got some horror stories. So, Listen yeah. to that. And I'm sure Nick is going to have plenty, plenty as a tattooist and have plenty of stories. So uh, thanks for tuning in. And I've been seeing still people are still liking and following the page on Facebook and stuff. And, like, I appreciate it. I Thanks for the love, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Cream Pie Boys is out. Take care. Peace.